Wake, 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 wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get Sunny later in 48. The roads knock on wood. Uh, we're not bad coming in. It is below, you know, 32. It is 29 degrees right now. You're low overnight tonight, 28, and then tomorrow partly cloudy in 58. We did not get the banging of snow I thought we were going to get. People across the Midwest, uh, quite a few people I saw on social media did. So Yay, not here. Not here. So far, so good. The road, you guys, uh, coming in from Kenwood, Christine. Smooth ride? Yep. Steve, Wyoming to the station, Grand Rapids. Not bad at all. Rockford Ada, same thing. I kept looking for those wet spots, you know, with this weather, because you that's when you, and then all of a sudden you slip, and then your yep. truck starts rolling over, and then you get a call from, a, hey, where are you at? I heard you got in a car wreck, but you could still walk, get moving. So everything <laughs> is good to go. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, man. We can connect you. Just tell them to turn down the beeping machine at the hospital. That's Boop. so Boop. funny. Boop. Boop. Yeah, tell them to turn that down. It's distracting. <laughs> okay. Sweet, sweet D. I will. Hey, we're going to start the show off with something a little bit different. Steve is more of an NPR guy, totally. I typically. am. And uh, for his write-in song, it's usually NPR. But there are two <laughs> songs that Steve, that I know of, really enjoys. Eve and- 6. <laughs> no, God, no, not really. I, I mean, that's one of them. That, is that one of the two? Really? Yeah. I, I would say, I was going to say maybe Dancing Queen because it makes you think of Connie. Yeah, that too. And then this write in song to kick off the show on Mix 95.7. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to do something a little bit different right away. That was a write in song. Third Eye Blind, Seven Charmed Life. Rather than uh, checking in with everybody real quick and talking about how I was nasally violated, we'll do that in a minute. Yesterday, uh, I want to try something a little different. Christine, in the over your right hand shoulder right now, there is a karaoke version of "Semi Charmed Life" from oh, Third Eye Blind. Are you going to sing for us? No, not me. And not me either. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. Now, the gentleman in the back room cannot see. Oh gosh. Said screen. Correct. But the gentleman in the back room is known for knowing this song completely. By heart. No way. Starting with do 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 is where I started the song. Okay, you ready? That's the hard part. So I'm gonna give you gonna give you Steve a minute to get acclimated, but I kicked right into the lyric part. Are you ready? I think so. If I'm I think so. Do you want to see Christine? I do. If Steve My hands are sweaty. Can blind karaoke third eyed blind semi charmed life. She's moving a chair out of the way so I she can see, see me. Face. You want to see his face? So I All can right. point and laugh. Steve, no, are you ready? Yep. <laughs> you won't need to point and laugh. I'm that confident in this. There are three things it. that Steve's good at. Making babies, making dinner, and true. semi-charmed life. <laughs> are you ready, Steve? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. 
Wait, you gotta actually start. Oh, you want me to start from the beginning? Does it throw you off already? Yeah. Oh my I'm, gosh. I'm confused. I didn't realize you're gonna start literally. I have to start singing immediately. All right. This is the part. Here we go. I'm packed and I'm holding. She's smiling. I'm. She's living. She's golden. She lives for me. Says she lives for me. Ovation. Oh, her motivation. She comes around and she goes down on me. And I'm like smile like a drug for you. Do whatever what you want to do. Coming over you. Keep on smiling what we go through. One stop to the rhythm that divides you. And I speak to you like the chorus to the verse. Chop another line like a coder with a curse. Come like a freak show takes the stage. We give in the games she plays. She said, I want something else. Here's the best part. You're like three <laughs> lines. You're like you three lines three. ahead. Am I? Yeah, oh, hold I'm on. going too fast. Hold on. <laughs> she says, I want something else to get me through this. Semi charm kind of life, a baby, a baby. I want something. Else. I'm way off still. Aren't I? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not listening when you say. Yeah. The lyrics. Oh, so he knows them. Kudos. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. We're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he is really good at the lyrics. Like he knows all the words of that song. I don't know why. It's like Alicia and Slim Shady. So when I was working up in uh, Minneapolis doing radio, and Alicia had her salon. In Madison, she would drive from Madison to Minneapolis to visit me. Mm-hmm. And she decided she would do books on tape and all that stuff. She got tired of it. So in the five-hour drive, five-and-a-half-hour drive, depending on how you know, traffic is, she started listening to Slim Shady over and over again and memorizing it. Yeah. And then one day, one sweet, sweet day, she, her brother Aaron, and I were at a karaoke bar, and I signed her up for it. And she did almost the exact same thing Steve just did. Oh, that's which hilarious. was scheduled, but she did all the words. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she and knew you just all. get excited and then you just start like doing it really fast and then you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, you get nervous. <laughs> it's tough, dude. It's tough. I did karaoke once, like the first time I ever did karaoke, and I totally choked. And I used to be really into singing, believe it or not. Yeah, you had a yeah. band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a band called The Bind. It was very good. It was well known. Yes. It's like this we're we should be on the one hit wonder channel, but we've had many hits. Many, many hits. So should many. Should be on pop up video. We should be on pop up video. That's how throwback it is. Yeah, it's so awesome. Oh wait, did I just get slammed? <laughs> no. Oh, I feel like she slammed Maybe me. A TRL. <laughs> TRL. We were TRL before TRL was cool. Yeah. The Bind. All right. So how was your guys' day yesterday? Christine? Uh, it was pretty unproductive. I did some returns, and I did a little bit of work, and I played like an hour and a half of Mario Kart Online. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I stayed up way too late watching The Bachelor. Oh, yeah, you're going to talk more about that later in the show today. It's kicking me in the butt today. Also, Christineology is today, and mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard, it might be a little... Edgy. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be it. Uh, Christine Ology's in about an hour. We'll talk a little bit more about The Bachelor, and we'll give you huge spoiler updates in a couple hours. So we'll, yes. we'll give you that for sure. Steve, uh, let me guess. Kids, kids, sleep, barely, kids, dinner. Correct. Me and Charlotte made dirt pies in the backyard for a little bit. And that's there. fun, though. Yeah. Is she starting to get more fun? She is, and she's starting to be able... She has a good imagination now, and she, like... When she plays and stuff, which is fun. Oh, that is fun. She's, what is she now, like three and change, right? 
Yeah, she's uh, three years and three months. She's 39 months old. You We're going to just keep doing that. You can tell. She, oh, I hate when people I do, do that. Too. I do, too. <laughs> Don't get me started. I know. I know. Trust me. I do, too. Uh, I, you can definitely tell she's got a fun personality now. But yesterday, Steve showed us a oh, video yeah. of her dancing. <laughs> like a rave. Like it was, I uh-huh. was like, oh, my gosh. She's totally your daughter. She's going to be such a raver. <laughs> yes, I think it's hysterical. all the festivals, hopping on stage. Oh, it was. Pumping. It was. <laughs> It was pretty intense, man. It was like, you know. Yes. She likes techno. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna play techno, but it was it was definitely something. It mm-hmm. was it was great. Yeah, it was cute. Thank you for that. And then she got up on the stage. She'll be a ham. Yeah. She'll be like a daddy ham. <laughs> uh, now, so she's adjusting to have a little sister because I know that big, you know, there's that thing where the jealousy comes into play. Like, wait a minute, why aren't I getting all the attention? Yeah, it goes back and forth. Uh, she, you can tell that uh, Izzy's favorite person is Charlotte, so I think Charlotte likes that, but she also gets irritated with her a lot. I don't know. I think that's common. I mm-hmm. think that's common. I don't think there are any tricks to that. She always says, baby sister is always screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she is, Charlotte. She did is. you tell Charlotte she used to do the same when no. she was a she baby? She didn't do the same. She oh. didn't. No. No, mm. this one's worse. Yeah. Yeah, Charlotte was like just she was the easiest kid ever. She was just so we just think she was so fat she couldn't do anything. <laughs> Charlotte was, was stupid she was fat. Very <laughs> she was like it was a that became a big thing. I mean, that was a lot of fun though. She was like a it was like a basketball with eyes. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Baby Charlotte was. Well, I'm going under the knife on Thursday. I'm gonna kinda explain that in a little bit here. And yesterday well, yesterday I was nasally violated. And in return, I ended up getting a huge nap because of it. I, got, I was just, it was insane. It was weird. And then I had to do some work. So, so that's how I fall asleep. Yeah. They just violate the nasals. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Text question of the day we're going to give you in uh, just a second. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about going under the knife on Thursday. It's Thursday. In a world where a ginger man. <laughs> Let's Hollywood it. Are you going to receive anesthesia? Are you going to be yes. out of it? Yes. I cannot drive can, after. Can Alicia record you my as you go down? Because I would love that Excuse audio. Me? <laughs> can Alicia record me as I go what? As you're going down. As, under. As under. Under. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. There's it's called difference. under. Big difference. <laughs> like going down would be if I was walking and falling. Yeah. Going under would be yeah. Just, to, I just want you to know in case you're ever at a bar. Thank you. Talking to some friends. I could see plus why that would that would you yeah know, be distracting somebody. and yeah. think you're gonna fall and then plus if you're masked up they're a little. Canalisa Ricardo. Sure. I think that audio would be awesome. We will do so Thursday at twelve. Thursday midday. Uh, like in the afternoon, like around 12, I'm going to go and I'm going to get surgery. I got this guy hit by a racquetball years, a year and change ago, and there's this bump, and they found out that it's a, a vein or whatever. They're going to cauterize and cut me open, and they have to knock me out. Getting the bill was shocking, I'm not going to lie. But yesterday, yeah. what I want to talk about is how amazingly easy it was to get nasally violated. I felt like I, she was gentle, she was there, and I didn't even get out of my car. And the here's Q-tip the tip. The, the woman with the Q-tip oh. was... She was amazing. I actually told her I should buy her dinner afterwards. I really did. I, I said, I feel like you were so smooth and gentle. I feel like I should buy you dinner. And she's like, nope, have a good day, sir. <laughs> oh, okay, see you later. I, I just keep making these people Closes irritated. the window on you. I'm, I'm <laughs> like the sir. worst surgery patient. Well, here's what you do. When you drive up, then you do, and if you get a chance, if you have to do a COVID test, I literally already got the results. Yeah. So 
you do drive-through COVID test. There's three. There were three bays yesterday. I drove up. I walked up. They first, well, first place. Who are you? What's your name? Blah yeah. blah. blah your mm-hmm. birthday. Do that. They sent me to bay number three. I drive up. Dude ahead of me was in bay number two. I was done before him. I got the right girl. Yeah, look or at you. Or nurse person, right? So uh, she swabs me. She's in, out, done, and I'm off. It took two minutes. It I literally wasn't the one that went into your brain because we were talking about that no, yesterday. No, just a rimmer. Good. It's just around the rim of your nostril, which was nice too because, uh, and I didn't say anything about that, Steve. <laughs> I, I just said I should I buy like, you dinner. Okay. I did. I did. I definitely didn't say, don't use anything creative with that. But I will tell you this: if you are going to get COVID tested, because Alicia was like, "Wait," I called her and she's like, "You're done." I'm like, "Yeah." She thought she'd have more time by to herself at home. Yeah, she was like, "Wait, I, I like, how are you done already?" And yeah. I'm like, "In and out, drive-through," and she, oh my god, because she got one recently mm-hmm. for her surgery, and uh, she went in to the, mm-hmm. you know, the whatever the hospital. Right. So with me. Just, so what I'm telling you right now, little tip for you members of the Click of Six, do the drive-through one. It was great. Yeah. Boom. I'm glad it was so easy peasy for you. Favorite part, Steve. I tell Christina before we start the show today. Plus, I already got the results already, like less than 24 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, and she says, "So do you have it or no?" <laughs> yes, yes, yep. Christina. That's I have COVID. He, that's why he came in. I have COVID, and we're gonna like I'm gonna let us do the daily kiss we do before the show. Come on, I don't want to give you COVID. So, today's text question of the day has a quick story before it, which is what happened to me last Friday. Dan and I jumped in our cars and drove to the casino, took the little road trip to the casino, sat down, played some slots, and we both won money right away, which I never in the past few years have won money at the casino. We were playing Connie slots, whatever was kind of cool. I was way up. Dan was way up. He, uh, we were got ourselves a beverage you can't have drinks at the tables because we wanted to play blackjack and uh he sat down and started playing the machine bouncing right back and forth around his number and then all of a sudden i get bored watching him play and i'm like well i might as well just put some put it in the machine and i lose and i stop and he's still going i put some more in the machine and i lose again Mm -mm. and it was all because of fear of missing out that i lost that money which is why Today's text question of the day is What's something you knew you shouldn't do But you did it because of fear of missing out That was one of the things Another one Was when I uh, as a fundraiser for the Special Olympics Lambeau Field Where the Green Bay Packers play <laughs> I drove all the way up there And I rappelled down it Fear of heights facing my fear It was a great opportunity I didn't want to miss out on it Fear of missing out Uh huh and as I uh, tried to rappel down it, my legs locked and they dragged me down the wall like a dead bug on a windshield. <laughs> yep, pretty much. So. That is so funny seeing that image yeah, in my head. It's visual, isn't it? Can you see the harness just raking up yes, my, yeah. that's so funny. Only good thing about wearing a harness is it makes you look like a stud, trust me. <laughs> All right, so Steve, text question of the day. We're gonna do you last. I wanna do Christine right now. What is something you knew you shouldn't do, Christine, but you did it because of fear of missing out or as we said on social media, FOMO. Mm. Well, your story just made me think of what that year I did the polar plunge. Uh, it was horrible. So you're going to camp so, onto mine? So cold. But I actually wrote uh, getting a tattoo in Texas at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> Why were you going to be missing out? 
I just, everyone else was getting tattoos. Uh, so. What'd you get? Actually, I got this one on my forearm that says Faith on it. I like that one. Thank except you. I had a crush when I worked at Disney. And on Disney a girl and, named Faith? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had a, a, a ridiculously awesome booty. Yeah. It was, I loved Faith. He actually originally drew it out to be like, it was going to fill almost my entire forearm. Wow. And then I almost went with it and I was like, no, 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 no. Maybe we just make it a little smaller. And I guess what I was like nervous about that, why I didn't think it would be a good idea because it was on the whim tattoo whereas yeah. I was at that time I only had two other tattoos which were planned yeah so then I went along with it and and t- apparently tattoo shops in Austin Texas are okay open if they're until hand-bound. 3 a.m oh yeah <laughs> so. that's probably when they make a lot of their money yeah. Chris, right? so how Drunk much people how much was that uh, I don't remember probably a couple hundred uh, no probably just like around a hundred wow it's yeah. really good uh, yeah yeah it so. just makes me think of that girl is all so at the time, it felt like a bad idea, but it ended up being fine because I'm still rocking it. Text <laughs> question of the day. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, Steve, but you did it because of fear of missing out? By the way, when you guys message via the app, text, or email, email at ConnieFish.com, when you send those messages in, they're always anonymous. What about you, Steve? Uh, mine is going to Bonnaroo. Uh, I, was, I was at Michigan State. I came home from the bar. And my friend Nikki and my friend Angie were going to Bonnaroo the next day. And they were What's like, Bonnaroo? And I grew up in East Lansing, by the way. Uh, Bonnaroo is pretty much the, I think it's the sec- largest or second largest music festival in the country. Is it's it, in Tennessee. Isn't it small? Is it smaller than Coachella? Uh, there's bigger? over 100,000 people there every year. Hmm. Um, it's been like, going on for like 20 years yeah. or so. That's one of those things, like, I know it's on the tip of my brain, but I'm like, like who performed at Bonnaroo? I mean, it's like, it would be all the biggest names all the names okay yeah. all the people yeah at first it was a hippie festival now it's just kind of like the festival yeah it's, it's kind of like, like a coachella type of thing okay so you go to bonnaroo now christine is that we've lost her by the way we got to yeah. get you no, back I'm, christine I'm listening nope you're googling i know you're googling bonnaroo <laughs> uh so now what we're talking about bonnaroo why was that something you did because of fear of missing out well so i had gotten home from the bar and my two friends were packing up to go to bonnaroo and i had no money and somehow they convinced me to buy a ticket. Wow. And so I had bought a ticket online, printed it out, and then they left in the middle of the night, or we all left in the middle of the night, and I had been drinking all night. I was at the bar, and I fell asleep in the back seat. And when I woke up, I had no idea where I was, oh no idea God. what I had just done, and I was in Kentucky. And oh, we were my <laughs> almost, And I'm like, where are you? They're like, Kentucky. And I'm like, why are we in Kentucky? Like, you're going to Bonnaroo with us. I'm like, what's happening right now? That, that is amazing. so fun. <laughs> yeah. But that was worth it, really, even though in hindsight, like, don't you think that was worth it? You must have had a wonderful time. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent Except a lot for, of money I didn't have on my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Except in this moment, too. I hear you were looking at my sister. Because that sounds like Kentucky to me. Kentucky. All right, text question of the day. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did it because of fear of missing out? Text now. If you watch the Grammys at all uh, on Sunday night, some stuff's starting to come out about them. First and foremost, somebody's always upset about who was not physically. Like, there is a website that listed all the 1,000-plus people that passed away in the past year in the music industry. But I, I told you, there's going to be somebody that sets somebody off, and we found that person. It's oh, here we go. Naya Rivera. If I die young, so, me inside. Fans of Naya Rivera are upset that she was left out of the Grammys in memoriam segment. Even though she's better known as an actress, she was yeah. nominated for two, two Grammys during her time on Glee, which, by the way, is pretty awesome. Here's one of the songs. 
So what else happened with the Grammys? There's an obvious controversy thing we'll talk about in a sec, but the ratings, crap. Still better than any awards show in the 2020 2021 season so far since COVID, that is. But uh, 8.8 million viewers, half the number of people who tuned in last year mm-hmm. pre-COVID. Uh, of course, Taylor Swift and Harry Styles reunited Sunday night. Taylor did not have the I'm going to write a song about you so hard look on her face. She actually smiled, which is, you know, which is good. And Beyonce, people are getting irritated with Beyonce, who set a record for women, the most Grammys that any woman's ever won total. She's won, like, in her whole life. And by next year or the year after, in my opinion, the most of any person, yeah, let alone just woman, beating a guy from, like, 1904. Not really, but anyway, Beyonce had a mask on, and people thought it was strapless. And they thought, "Ah, that's weird. But she just wasn't using the straps. She had it plugged under her glasses. Why do people care? Yeah. People are upset about it. They're saying that uh, it's less, it's it's not as effective. I get the Naya Rivera thing, but I don't, everything else is kind of kind of dumb <laughs> why is why do you get the naya rivera thing what because, do you mean because i mean it's it's saying she was mostly known for acting yeah that's true but she was listed on the website that's why they directed people to a website Christine. yeah no but i mean it's like the oscars they they honored kobe he was known as a basketball player but yeah. they still honored him yeah you said and she won or not was nominated for she Grammys. was nominated but and even if she was in there they should have mentioned her because of the show glee but they yeah they did on a website yeah they also didn't mention bob smith who was the audio producer and 67 people were probably mad about that you know yeah. what i mean that's just it's not they can't you think about how long that segment was of people that died last year like it was really long yeah and then the big one that we're not going to dig too deep into is cardi b and megan the stallion like uh, the whole that they did the song wop and there was no advisory on it what advisor? They changed the lyrics, though. Yeah, it's it's still a big deal. That's like yeah. yesterday trending. That was trending huge. They knew to to put that performance. I think it was after ten. Well, yeah, they so, did. Yeah. But my favorite thing is people that are talking online. And again, we're not going to get into this. But people that were talking online about uh, Pepe Le Pew versus WAP. Like you can you can get rid of cartoons, but you can't warn me that my kid who likes the Grammys is watching WAP. Like, good lord! That is pretty hilarious. Yeah, that right? comparison. It's true. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, the things I've learned today. I'm actually gonna. I'm, I'm excited to talk about uh, the Oscars. And a really fascinating fact that I did not know about a movie with Dustin Hoffman. Do you know who that is? The actor? Yes. Mm-hmm. And John Voight, Angelina yes. Jolie's dad. Mm-hmm. It was rated X. I did not know about this. We'll talk about that last. Huh. Uh, there are more than 100,000 Americans who have full or part-time jobs in the Christmas tree industry. There is someone in my subdivision that has uh, a stake in a Christmas tree farm. Those are so cute when you're driving by and then you see the baby Christmas trees. Yeah. And then by the time it's Christmas, they're all big and planted. And I mean, it does take longer than that. Yeah, it takes longer than whatever. Year, you yeah. know what I mean? No, no, I know exactly what you mean. You are. Yeah. They're super adorable, the baby Christmas yeah. trees. They, and they only take a week and a half to grow, Steve. Right. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I uh, guess uh, created a soul. Guess created and sold the first pair of acid wash jeans in 1981. Guess the clothing store. I knew that. Play-Doh was originally created in the 30s as wallpaper cleaner. I didn't know that. Uh, okay. Yeah, basketball <laughs> in North Korea has different rules. Dunks are worth three points. Cool. 
Shots in the final three minutes are worth eight points. Whoa. What? Three-pointers are worth four points. And if the ball doesn't touch the rim and you, you lose a point for missing a three throw as well, by the way. Oh. Oh, huh. I like that. I think that'd be kind of interesting. That would be interesting. And finally, have you ever heard of the movie Midnight Cowboy with Dustin Hoffman and John Voight? I... His name is Joe Buck. He's a cowboy. He just, uh, just came in from Texas. Cowboy, huh? I ain't a for real cowboy. But I am one hell of a stud. Yeah, that's Midnight Cowboy, again, with Dustin Hoffman and John Voight. That movie is actually the only X-rated movie that ever won an Oscar for Best Picture. X-rated? What is the movie about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty offensive. It's pretty offensive. If you want to find out, I know that you have a collection of those types of movies. Anyway, I'm surprised you didn't have it. (laughs) Midnight Cowboy, by the way. too old school. Is the only (laughs) X-rated movie that ever won the... uh, Oscar for Best Picture. So if you go to an Oscar party, you should remember that in the next six months when the Oscars is, in a month and a half. Today's text question of the day, you can message via the app. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO, otherwise known as fear of missing out? Christine got a tattoo that says the word faith on it right on her arm. Steve went to a whole concert. He passed out at his house in East Lansing during his time at Michigan State University and woke up in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yep. And I lost a bunch of money on the slots. My life is boring compared to these two party animals. Good Lord. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Let's have a quick conversation about March Madness. So March Madness is going on. It's a little different this year. Uh, My boy Steve over there was a little bit upset about how it's changed around. It begins on Thursday this year, Steve. Yeah, I know. It's super weird. Uh, so Thursday's the four-game the four play-in where uh, Michigan State is actually one of those teams, too. Mm-hmm. And then the actual first round of the tournament starts on Friday. All right. Well, here's the deal. Every year, I like to play a song. It's a Connie and Fish tradition. It's the annual song of uh, all 68 teams playing in March Madness. So your team will definitely be listed right here. Badgers, Lobcats, two Bulldogs, Beavers, Buffaloes, three Spartans, Trojans, Vikings, Cowboys, and Gauchos, Blue Jays, Jayhawks, Hawkeyes, Hawks, Crimson Tide, Yellow Jackets, Mean Green, Orange, and Scarlet Knights, Red Raiders, Razorbacks, more Raiders, Rams, Rambles, Antelopes, Terps, Gators, two Wildcats, but no Kentucky type, no Blue Devils, first time since 95. Boilermakers, Bodies, Bears, Bruins, and the Buckeyes, Aztecs, Aggies, Shocker, Seminoles, Illini, two Cougs, Wolverines, Sooners, Longhorns, Hard Heels, Golden Eagles, Ducks, and three other Eagles, Cavaliers, four Tigers, Volunteers, Dragons, Flames, Gales, three Mountaineers, Hoyas, Hokies, and Huskies, that's it, write them down, get out your brackets, it's March Madness. Now, look, I mean, again, I don't know if you picked up on that, but two teams, the two were out Duke and Kentucky. Due to COVID and surprisingly poor seasons. Yeah. Like, that's huge. They're kind of go-tos, typically. Yeah, I mean, Duke broke, like, a 26 or 7-year streak by not getting in the tournament this year. That's not going to make you feel like crap if you're playing for Duke right now, right? Right. Okay, earlier, earlier today, before the show started, I had a conversation with Christine, and I made you watch a video. It was a video of a guy that lives in the Arctic Circle. Do you remember that, Christine? He opens up his door to go outside. Yeah. And do you remember what you saw? A bunch of ice and snow. Well, do you remember what he walked into? Polar bears? Nope, a cage. Oh. It was a giant oh, cage. It was a cage. Yeah, they have, <laughs> actually, when you walk out your front door and you live in the Arctic Circle, you walk into a giant cage with steps to take you outside. 
That makes sense. So here's something you may have never seen before. Walking out this door into a prison cell. This is called a polar bear cage. Here in the Arctic Circle, where I work, this is just tundra, and polar bears live here. So sometimes when you walk outside, a polar bear could be stalking you, and this gives me the chance to see them, and they're locked out, so I'll just go back inside and not get eaten by a polar bear. Yeah. So crazy. (laughs) Isn't that wild to think about that, that you could walk right into a polar bear? Yeah. He actually uh, died two days ago. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah, he slipped and fell in his cage and hit his head. No, he was eaten by a bear. No, he wasn't. He didn't die. I thought he choked on some soup. <laughs> yeah, he cho- yeah, exactly. He, he was safe from the polar bears, though. I have no desire to live in the Arctic Circle. When you I look don't at know who would want the video, to. that's why I wanted you to watch the video. Apparently, you were thinking about what you had for dinner last night. I saw you looking at the monitor, but it's because it's you hate this snow. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the cold, especially yeah. extreme cold. Yeah. Christine's been trying to get me to move somewhere warm for weeks. Callie's calling our name. Yeah, and I explained <laughs> to her it's not that simple. You don't just call Los Angeles and tell them you're going to work there. Okay, let's talk Lots about- of people do it, Fish. No, it's not that simple. It's not, it, There's a little bit more art to it. We'll live off your income, yours and Alicia's combined. Yeah, great. You would think that I had a good income. I just have a wife that's a realtor and likes to buy horses. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about your hamburger. This is real. I just want you to know this is real. So earlier, like, uh, if you think about, like, what you're going to want this season when it warms up and you're having a hamburger, mm-hmm. like Cartman, I'm more of a Cartman, like an oh, sick, gross, yuck. Oh, sick, gross, yuck. <laughs> Where I think Christine and Steve are going to be more like a Kyle. God, this is going to be so yummy. We're talking about the new Heinz ketchup stuff. Have you seen the mashups? No. Oh, yeah, this is real. I promise you, this is not one of my fish tricks. Introducing three new sauces sourced from the most random corners of the internet. Heinz crowd sauced. Hatch from the 12th post in an archived subthread of people arguing about pizza. Wasabioli, discovered on the advice page of a wedding fashion forum. And Tarchup. Posted on social media over 10 years ago. Then we shared the sauces with the actual people who unintentionally created them. And now you can try them too. Careful what you post. Big Ketchup is watching. Yeah, Big Ketchup is watching. Hanch is hot sauce and ranch combined. You buy it in the uh, Heinz thing. I already do that now. You You, don't need to buy it. Yeah, you can buy right behinds ready to go. Wasabi bioli is wasabi and garlic aioli. Mm, I love a, wasabi. I'm, I'm not usually a wasabi fan. You're not? Okay, no. so the tarchup is tartar sauce and ketchup. Ugh. The whole yeah. thing sounds gross no. to me. That first one yeah. is, is good, though. Hot sauce and hanch. ranch. Yeah. Hanch. I stand by that. Well, go get your hanch. Maybe you can do a video. I know you like to make weird videos. You can do a video of that because I ain't touch anything with ranch in it. It's disgusting. You I don't am like not a ranch. ranch? Nope. I know, and I let me go. Said I don't like America, or something like that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a little extreme, guys. All right, this is Mix ninety five seven. Good morning, y'all. Text question of the day: What is something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did it because of FOMO, which is fear of missing out? Christine got a tattoo. She got inked up because At she didn't 2 want to. Two a.m. Two a.m. in, in a Austin, diff- in a different state, in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Just because her friends were doing it. Now. <laughs> literally. <laughs> were they real? Oh, no, like, no. literally. Oh. That is hmm. the only reason I did it, because everyone else was doing it. And then you got, now you have the giant, a giant word, faith, mm-hmm. right on her arm. But it's cool. It looks nice. Okay. 
So Christine's brain is a uh, fascinating thing as I've gotten to know it over the past. It'll be six months next month. Yeah. That you've been hanging out here doing this a little bit here and there and then now obviously full time. So as I've gotten to know your brain a little bit, uh, I, I do find it unique. And so giving you this segment a couple times a week called Christineology, which Steve's wife came up with the name of it. Why? Uh, because she's a genius. She no. is a genius. Christine or your wife? My wife. wife. Okay, butt kisser. But why? What does Christineology mean? I mean, it's the study of Christine. The ology, <laughs> my biology, it's the study of Christine. Mm-hmm. So what is Christine studying today for Christineology? From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? Don't you hate having to do something you don't want to do or feel like doing? I should be blogging for work currently, but instead, I'm writing this down because technically the point of Christineology is about what's going on in my brain, and my brain says, screw blogging. However, I can't put those thoughts into actions unless I want to get fired. In the very least, I'd receive a write-up for not doing part of my job description, which requires me to write two articles a day for our website with a 250-word minimum each. Is it hard? No, not necessarily. I even enjoy writing some of the things I talk about. But the problem is, it feels like homework. It's something that I have to do no matter what before the day is over. You remember that feeling? Coming home from school, having a snack, and watching your favorite shows like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or TRL? Anything to avoid actually doing your homework. But eventually, you have to get it done. That's what having to write two stories a day feels like. There are days where my brain just isn't as sharp, other days where I don't want to do any thinking, and other days where I'm simply just not in the mood. But I guess that's what makes a job a job at times, even if we love what we do. So what about your job do you have to do, but don't feel like doing most of the time? Okay, so that is Christineology. Christine was very excited about it. Steve was very like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that is, it is true. It is a different part. You don't get into doing what we do, broadcasting verbally, to post on the internet, unless you're hired to post on the internet. But that is changing with the times. Yeah, right? yeah. That is changing with the times. But there, there are things about our job that we do that we don't like doing. Like, I love the music we play here, but I would prefer to do all talk. Everybody knew that about Connie and I. Mm-hmm. That's the type of show we do. That's what we were hired for. But you you live and you learn. And also with a new show like this and doing this with Christine and Steve and not Connie and Fish, clearly it's going to be a little bit, it needs a little bit of music. You have to, to sacrifice you. a little. <laughs> no, you got to play music till it gets comfortable. I can't just throw you to the wind. I've done yeah. that a couple times and I was afraid I was going to get fired. So <laughs> it's, it's just pulling the reps. But I do like that question. And I think that question from Christineology today is so solid. It's a good future text question of the day, mm-hmm. which is, again, what about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time? Steve? Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're exhausted from being a dad. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a great hours one. are ridiculous. Yeah, the weird nights <laughs> and the out. Yeah, I mean, you're exhausted. Like, you're the dad thing, especially a double dad. Yeah. But, you know, to quote the, uh, you know, to quote Connie of Connie and Fish, rest in peace, right? Mm-hmm. You made the other baby, too. You were a part of that. I don't know. So you did that to yourself. Well, I don't know, man. She does look more and more like me every day. <laughs> Connie from Connie and Fish. Uh, Connie and Fish Rewinds we're about to do. Connie rarely would lose it about weird stuff. She'll do that next on Mix 95.7. So, Steve, let's talk a little bit about this Connie and Fish Rewind. I think I know which one this is. It's called Connie Gets Annoyed by Dan's Windshield. But yes. 
Why what? Huh? So this was because of, I forget if it was a rando text or if it was the text question of the day about uh, annoying partners, things annoying that, that your partner does. And uh, Connie stops right in the middle of the segment because someone mentioned something about a windshield wiper. And she just shut the whole <laughs> show down and decided to go off on Dan. That's so funny. <laughs> Good Lord. Miss that girl every single day. And I guarantee you, she's totally going to go off isn't yeah, she that's it, good okay so connie getting worked up on dan are you ready steve yeah let's do it you know what dan does oh no what? okay okay this is what dan does and there are so many car things i could p- pick apart if i wanted to be that person but, but you don't. I, I pick my battles i don't care but this one thing uh-huh. drives me insane let's say we're at rivertown Okay. okay. So we go into Rivertown and we're shopping. So Connie's happy. And then we come out of Rivertown and it's poured while we were in there. Okay. But it's not raining anymore. Okay. Okay. We get in the car. What does your windshield look like after it's been rained on for a downpour? It's wet. And then it dries. Yeah, it's wet and speedy. It's beady. It's beady. It's yeah. dirty. Yeah. It's annoying. Okay. Dan will go drive 800 miles with the windshield like that. He won't spritz it off and clean it. Ah! It drives me insane. Is it because? Let me say guess. Anything about it? So no, I'm telling you. Let me guess. It's annoying. Does he not do that? That's really weird, by the way. I, no. Yeah. Doesn't bug him. Does he not do that because he doesn't want to waste the windshield doesn't washer bug him. fluid? It just doesn't bug him. But it doesn't bug it's him. It's not. It doesn't bug him. But he's driving. So I have to look through the windshield too. I don't say anything. You're not driving. So <laughs> what? This other yeah. guy. <laughs> According to. You know, Jason Richard. Oh, it's Freddy, so annoying. It's so annoying. Okay, apparently. Here's another thing Dan does with windshield. He doesn't like to turn uh, windshield wipers off. All right, we're about so to stop this lately, debate and go into weird things. Hold on. So lately, you know, it's like it's raining here and you're driving north. Okay. So, and it's raining. Nice. And then you get a little bit north and then you're downtown-ish and it's not raining. He leaves them on. He doesn't turn them off. Even when they're making that so like, ma- noise yes! on the dry windshield. Yes. So then, because he knows that 20 miles later, it's probably going to be raining again. So he doesn't want to turn him off in the night. 20 miles later? <laughs> like See? Guys annoying. Text question of the day is going to be in 45 minutes. What is something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did it because of FOMO, fear of missing out? For example, Dan of uh, Connie and Fish, Connie's Dan. Dan and I went to the casino last Friday. He was doing better than me on the slots. He was sitting there, and I was kind of over his shoulder having a beverage, watching him, and I'm like, bored, bored, bored. Ah, I'll put some money in. <laughs> lose money. Bored. <laughs> ah, lose money. And just off and on. It was <laughs> just nonstop. That's the casino gets you. I know. Hamburger, though. It was a fun time, though. It was definitely worth it. And I left up, so I can't complain about that. Rando text out what's going on in your life. Do it via the app. OMG. Rando texto message out via Apple, free download out in the Apple Store. Control the station via your app. Christine, what are we looking at? Goes like this. At work yesterday, some of us were having a conversation about the J-Lo A-Rod situation and how if the rumors are true, he already has a history of cheating and she shouldn't go back to him. Side note, she's doing a movie somewhere like in the Dominican Republic or something like that and he 
flew down there yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. Mm, he's trying to kiss her feet. Or say goodbye. Nah. In person, classy cool. Uh, no one leaves J-Lo, according to Christine. Nobody Bob. cheats <laughs> on J-Lo. Except the other ever. three men. Or the one well, leaves her. I don't know if they cheated. <laughs> anyway, go on. They were talking about the situation. Yeah, they were talking about the situation and how if rumors are true, he already has a history of cheating and she shouldn't go back to him. Some said, if anything, he shouldn't go back to her due to her several failed relationships. That's when a co-worker said she gets it because she can't help herself when it comes to bad boys and has gone gone back to her ex several times. A couple guys even admitted they've fallen for a, quote, bad girl. Hamburger. So my question is, have you gone back to a bad boy or girl? Why? And did it work? Okay, Steve, did you ever date a, quote, unquote, bad girl? I know you dated a girl that literally would hug trees for real. But did you ever date a bad girl? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Yeah, she was a bad girl. But I was a bad boy, too. No. At the same time. No Steve, way. Steve, a bad boy? Never. Don't see it. <laughs> so, was it your college days? It was my college days. I was Still a different person. It. it was in a different life. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so you grew out of it then? Just yeah. this time that we've all known you? You've never... Because I, I don't see Steve as a Me either. Bad boy I at see all. him as... The guy who likes to paint figurines in his clammy hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. And stalked his wife good into old, marriage. Good old, yeah, good old stalking <laughs> clammy painting Steve. Yeah. So, Christine, uh, oh, wait a minute. What, do you see me ever being a bad boy? Mm, not in the, the full sense of a bad boy, but... What's the full sense? I mean, I feel like you're not someone who would, like, try and... Make me a sandwich. No, not like that. Like, oh. you're not a, really a lawbreaker. Uh, or... Oh. Does a bad boy have to be a lawbreaker? Because, uh, like, I didn't date any maybe, lawbreaking maybe ladies. Maybe not completely lawbreaking, but definitely rides that edge. Uh, uh, we have a different perception of bad boys and bad girls. because um, I, I, I do feel like when it comes to women, you probably did have a point, considering you made out with six people in one night. Obsessed <laughs> and jealous. <laughs> still she so wishes she was one of those six. You could tell. Right? Like six right there. Huh? <laughs> uh, I, I think that's where you had, like, maybe your bad boy-ish to you. Was she just because, tossing her hair? Because you yes. and I have had conversations to where I feel like... You've got game. People wouldn't think of, think about it, but you can spit some game, fish. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Christine, have you? Okay, so again, this rando text, though, since we got a little diverted just then um, by me, because uh, I, I was like, hey, I wonder if she thinks I'm a bad but, but she likes the game of the Ginger Ninja. <laughs> there is a reason they call me the Ginger, like Ginger, Ginger Ninja. <laughs> All right, so Christine, uh, set this up again. This guy, they're having a conversation with yeah, A-Rod a, and J-Lo. Yeah, it's a work conversation, which, by the way, awesome that that's your office combo. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're talking about the whole J-Lo and A-Rod situation, which the rumor was that he probably slid in the direct messages of another girl, a reality star from Southern Charm. Yep. So they're saying if the rumor's true, he already has a history of cheating, she shouldn't go back to him. But then some people were like, well, he shouldn't go back to her based on her past. Then... Some people in the office were talking about, oh, yeah, I've I've gone back to my bad boy ex, or, yeah, I've been to the bad girls. So the question is, have you gone back to a bad boy girl? Why? And did it work? Okay, so we need to we need proof here of when you hooked up with a bad boy or bad girl and it worked out in the long run. Alicia was not a bad girl. Yeah. I had relationships with bad girls before, and I definitely went back.
So <laughs> obviously they yeah, didn't work. It didn't work though. Yeah. You, I'm assuming, Christine. Yes, several times. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah. Although I I personally like being the edgy one in a relationship. <laughs> hmm. Do you see that? Like I don't see you as a bad girl. No. I mean, it depends on what, but I've noticed with, like, the type of guys I attract, I tend to be the edgier one. Oh, because they're dull? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, message all the ways. Uh-huh. Text question of the day today is at 830. What is something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did it because of fear of missing out? They call it the FOMO. If you have it, text in right now, 6 You can also call that same number for the text question of the day. OMG. Brando text or message over Apple free download on the Apple Store. If you don't know what's going on with J Lo and A Rod, they uh, broke up, didn't break up, might break up, not break up. He's flying down, hanging out with her on a movie set, whatever. Who knows what's going on? But some people are calling him a bad boy, and that is the Rando text, oh Christine, you're sharing with us today that happened via an office conversation yesterday. Yeah, and we're gonna assume they heard us talking about J Lo and A Rod, and then that's what sparked the conversation. We can assume <laughs> it, we're but worldwide management on that app. <laughs> management will not will not concur, will not agree with us, but yeah, we shall, for our own ego's sake, <laughs> yeah. assume that everyone listens intently to every word we state. Exactly. So they were having the conversation at work about J-Lo A-Rod and saying how if the rumors are true about him cheating, she shouldn't go back to him. Some were saying she sh- he shouldn't go back to her based yeah. on her history. Then they got on the conversations of bad boys and bad girls and asked, have you gone back to a bad boy or girl? Why? And did it work? So I did go back to a bad girl. I believe that it could work. And what I like that her bad? edgy personality. I like the edgy personality. Like... You apparently want a guy that might do a stick-up in the last minute or something. That's your definition of a bad boy. I've never thought of a bad boy or bad girl as a lawbreaker. I've just thought of them as, I don't know, edgy. Yeah. And uh, And there's edge, of course. There's some things that are obvious as to why I went back. Yeah. And then there are other things. I mean, the personality. And you you want to be that, you know, you always want what you can't have. You know, fat boy at a candy store. Mm -hmm. You always want what you can't have. Don't eat that candy or... Oh, hey, honey, there's a bunch of... Oh, wait, no, that's Alicia's voice. Hold on, where's my mom? Oh, there she is. Fish, there's a bunch of Snickers in the cupboard. Don't eat them all, okay? Well, what's Fish going to do? He's going to eat them. I'm going to eat them Snickers. That's what I'm going to do. So I wanted them Snickers is what I'm saying. That's Mm -hmm. why I went back. Steve, you uh, talked about the fact that you used to be a bad boy. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that, Uh, yeah, super convincing, too? I don't see it. I just don't see it, but I get maybe you were... Brother, I don't know. I didn't know you at college at Michigan State. Yeah, neither I, of us did. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Christine says she's typically the bad boy of her relationship. I can kind of see it. She uh, She's pretty good at some mind games. So I could see you kind of manipulating that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. I could kind of see it. Uh, and then, of course, she said, I'm definitely a bad boy because she has a strong desire to have me make out with her, which was awkward. Definitely not what I said. <laughs> I referenced you making out with six people in one night. When I was single. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. That's another conversation. Okay, so what are we so looking at? The majority of people, honestly, are saying, yes, I've gone back to a bad boy, and no, it didn't work. Someone did say, I did go for a bad boy. We lasted, but not after a ton of work and recovery. Not all bad boys just have the persona. They're, there's a lot of damage underneath that has to be dealt with. Typically. It can be beautiful, the heart emoji, oh, God. and worth the effort. Sometimes it's better to love from a distance.
is what the <laughs> I love that one. I love that one. So we also got a message from someone who said, yeah, she went back to a bad boy and she's married to him now. She said eight years later with three, with three kids, he dropped his bad boy ways when he realized he wouldn't and couldn't get better than this. So I messaged oh, wow. her and I was like, will you please go on the air with us? So yeah, she wants to be anonymous, <laughs> I would imagine. Steve, is that from your wife, you think? Maybe. You know, yeah. Probably. <laughs> why you think you could get better than your wife? No. Okay, because that's what I felt like he just said. See, that's maybe why Steve's a bad boy. He's not a bad boy. He's just a boosh. He yeah. downplays him. You know, you couldn't do better than me. All oh, those people. Oh, oh God. gosh, that is master manipulation. The, you can't do better than me, people. You'll never get better than this. Talk I'm about like, gaslighting. The, the, the minute somebody says that, it's like red flags run. everywhere definitely run, run. But has, have you ever had someone say that to you before oh yeah yeah I yeah did, but, or or no one's gonna put up with you the way i put up with you or something like ooh, that that sounds really fresh <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, right? okay i made a deal with you i'll move on here we go yeah. <laughs> i think wednesday is going to be amazing i really really do i think yeah. wednesday is going to be amazing yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day. You're going to get a ton of vitamin D. It's going to be 58. Maybe you'll do exercise outside. Christine, I know you exercised once last week, and you're, like, feeling sore today. But mm-hmm. by Wednesday, you'll be ready to go. I'm ready to go. All right. so that's Playing gonna... outside. You're not going to do it, are you? I mean, I'll definitely go outside. Yeah, well, to go to your car. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, are you actually going to sit outside and enjoy some vitamin D? Why not? It, the sun's going to be out, so of course I will. You want to take bets on that, Steve? Sure. <laughs> you think she will? No, I don't think she will. Okay, I was going to say that. I have no way. I guess we can't bet because we can't. We have no one to bet against. Right. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. When it involves this show, Christine has two favorite things. Thing number one is having to, getting to work across the board from me every day. It's, it's such a joy for her. I can speak for her when I say that. Lucky you. Mm. Thanks for helping us out. <laughs> Thing number two, KNN. Yes. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. My favorite. Uh, Karen's, Karen's, Karen's. Uh, Texas ended it. It's mask mandate last week, right? Mm-hmm. Some people don't realize, though, it only applies to public spaces. So what this means if the mask mandate ends, if the business owner and or company that owns said business requires you to wear a mask, when you are in there, you are required to wear a mask. Exactly. So what that means beyond that is that if you don't want to wear a mask in their store, don't go to that store. It's that simple. Well, one day after it was listed in, lifted in Texas, the mask mandate, a 65-year-old woman in Galveston got arrested after she refused to wear a mask inside of a bank. And they said, please leave. And she said, no, I will not leave. She claims right now that police brutally brutally arrested her. She's claiming police brutality. Turn over on your stomach. Put your hand behind your back. Relax. I'm totally relaxed. You're the no, you are not relaxed. Please not relaxed at all. Did you hear her say police brutality? Yeah. Every <laughs> single person watching it was like he was actually really gentle with her yeah right <laughs> police but, yeah. brutality yeah, she said later on, she says i hope uh i hope someone's filming this and the officer says yes i am filming this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an idiot oh yeah it's amazing she's a retire uh she is uh she's retired she's living in texas she's just not 
probably by herself. Yeah. She's miserable. She is she is what we truly the true definition of a Karen. Thus, KNN. This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. All right. So we move on from KNN to a retired teacher. My father, a retired school employee, was a child psychologist for Livingston Brighton area here in, you know, in Michigan. Uh, here in the Michigan area, what is that, about an hour and a half away or so. My father being a retired teacher, I always see these stories and I become fascinated. Mm-hmm. Best insurance ever, by the way, teacher insurance. Oh, they yeah. deserve it, but best insurance. Well, hospital employee insurance and cop insurance pretty good too, right? Anyway, a retired teacher in Mississippi is making the news right now. Her name is Vernetta Price. Isn't that a great name? It yeah. is. Hi, Vernetta. She's helped dozens of people in her small town get vaccinated she actually books appointments for them and offers rides. I want to make sure people are safe in my area. I want to go back to church and just have a normal life. The rural area, people not able to know how to sign up because several of my church members were saying, we're waiting for them to call us, the health department. Because if they're waiting for them to call them, then they're not going to get the vaccination. I hope once I get through with the elderly, I get to the young people. Uh, well, tell them call me. I'll sign them up today. I'm ready. Hamburger, Vernetta, you are That's glorious. Awesome. Isn't she amazing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good story. So why do I share that story about the retired teacher of Mississippi that's helping people learn about this? You need to realize, and if you do, like if you've gotten your shot and you want to get the shot, if you can be one of these people, we talked about a 12-year-old boy in Chicago that's helped over 1,200 people Mm -hmm. that are older and don't know how to work computers. Get signed up, yeah. He's 12, right? If you have the skills and or knowledge to do something like that to help people, throw it up on your social media, do that type of stuff and uh, see if you can help them because I love these stories about people just going above and beyond. And like Vernetta said, the retired teacher from Mississippi, she just wants to get back to normal life. She just wants to go to church. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants to go to church and live her normal life the way it was. Where Steve loves the mask update here, mask mandates. He loves being locked in his house and afraid to go out. Yep. That's wonderful. Love it. I said sarcastically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of things have changed in the past year. Now it's been a little old. Now we could say over a year yeah. since the COVID ma- mandates and all this, you know, locked in and quarantining and whatever happened. Well, a couple of things that have changed that I found fascinating. One of them is in a woman's purse, the top five things, right? You've got your phone, you've got your keys, you've got your wallet or credit cards. Two of the top five things that are now in a woman's purse that weren't a year ago. Face mask, san- yep. sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Face mask, sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, a year ago, something did change as well because people got bored during, during the pandemic. Maybe they're tired of Netflix and there's no one to chill with or whatever. Yeah. You chilled enough, right? Do you know that there was a 582% jump in people registering for online courses last year? 582%. Wow, that's Which, really cool. If you bought stock in that concept for a dollar, you would have $582, Christine. Yeah. So uh, the 10 most popular online courses are Excel, Beauty, Sports Nutrition. Think about it. The, so far, these all make sense. Right? Yeah. Your budget, your looks, your body, right? Leadership, project management, marketing, social media, nutrition, graphic design, and photography. That's really cool. Yeah. What I would you enroll in? Well, I know what I wouldn't enroll in. Photography, because you are a world-class uh, photographer at Lanesburg Middle School. 
Wow, you half listen. Yeah, I mean, Steve. there's or some nuggets there. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> not world renowned. It's uh, nationally recognized or national. You were the best in the nation, and that was a high school. Oh, Steve, school. no, I, I, it was in high school, not middle school. <laughs> oh, it was sorry. ranked it was as the best school. in the nation and for he photography. He went to three proms, but two of those he was taking photos at. <laughs> you know what, dude? Like you were good, and now we're gone. We're gonna move on because that's actually all true. You son of a Connie and Fish mix that. Seven. Good morning. I hate Steve. Christine, before we dig into this whole Bachelor thing, mm-hmm. I want to give a spoiler alert. This is going to be about like a two to three minute conversation, but a uh, warning. Warning. Big spoiler alert alerts ahead. Warning. All right, there you go. <laughs> now you've gotten your spoiler alert. Let's talk a little bit about The Bachelor. And the reason I'm fascinated by this because I'm typically not, mm-hmm. to be honest. No offense, I know you dig it. Uh, whatever. Uh, you don't like WWE wrestling. I don't get hurt. I, I don't mind it. I'll, I'll watch WWE. I used to. to I used to back me. in the day. Right? She's trying to date me. <laughs> I think she is. Or she's trying to invite herself over need, to my house. I don't need to try. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow, okay. Mamacita. All right, so uh, let's uh, talk about The Bachelor because of the controversy, all that. Mm-hmm. And just if you can, real quick. Give me 20 seconds as to why there's controversy with the show The Bachelor. Chris Um, Harrison, the host. It all has to do with one of the contestants, Rachel Kirkconnell. Some pictures uh, came out from 2018 where she attended a South Antebellum plantation party, and she was dressed all in the antebellum outfits and some other things from social media where she had liked, which made her look like a racist. Now, after everything that has come out... I don't believe she's a racist person. I think she was just ignorant. Okay. And then Chris Harrison um, kind of defended that, gave an interview with Rachel Lindsay, and that blew up in his face. So he's taken a step back. So yeah. usually after the finale, which was last night, Chris Harrison uh, hosts the After the Rose Ceremony special. But instead, um, uh, what's his name? Acho. Uh, yeah. I forget. I just Football bl- player. Yeah. I just You're fine. Blanked on his name. Uh, he hosted it, and uh, we talked to the final two remaining ladies. Spoiler alert: were Michelle and Rachel. In the finale, he did choose Rachel, the girl who has all the controversy. So, uh, when Matt came out, he did answer the question if they're still together. Where do things stand now between you and Rachel? As Rachel acknowledged in her apology, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I have to take a step back and allow her to put in that work. And I'm looking forward to seeing her put in that work. So you all are no longer together? We're not. And it's, it's heartbreaking. If you don't understand that something like that is problematic in 2018, there's a lot of me that you won't understand. And it's, it's as simple as that. We're talking about The Bachelor last night. That's the guy, again, spoiler, that guy, that's the guy mad talking about he and Rachel. He did pick Rachel. As you're watching this, if you're mad, as you're watching this whole season, and you're watching that she's the controversy and it, it unfolds and he knows he picked her at that point already yeah it's way pre-taped yeah 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 you know that guy's just going oh my god yeah i mean i was watching this last night and i'm like he looks rough like i don't i think being on the bachelor although he said he learned a lot about himself i think it took a giant well this i mean the most controversial with, season ever it really is so after matt left they brought out rachel and obviously they talked about what everyone's been talking about but he also asked her you know, where do your feelings stand for Matt at this point? Because I lost the love of my life, but in the process of that, I hurt him while doing so. You still love him, don't you? 
I love him so much, and I, I always will. And so she, they're done. Admi- it, they're done. But she, uh, she admitted she's still in love with him. And then yeah. at the end, they had them both on the couch together. Oh, yeah, they had them both on the couch together. What does that mean? They were seeing each other for the first time oh, since the breakup. Sorry, I thought the show went a whole different direction. And she looked him in the face and said, "I, I don't think I'll ever find a love." Like you, like what I feel for you, yeah. I don't see that happening anymore. So, and he said he was Push. asked, "Is there at least a, li- a little bit of the door open for reconciliation in the future?" This is from The Bachelor last night. This is Spoiler: Matt James. The work and reconciliation that needs to be done is is work that I can't do for you, and I know that you're capable of doing it. And the last thing I want is for people to be con to have you canceled or people to be calling you out for things. I really want them to call you in, and I want you to do this work because that's the best thing that can come out of this. Look, and So he, I, I felt kind of bad, like... He's not, he's not, they're done. They're Oh, they're so yeah. done. And I don't know, I just feel like if you truly love someone, I mean, may, he can be that person to work things with her and maybe help her grow. But then again, Hopefully. you know, I don't know the experiences of a black man, obviously. But yeah. I felt I felt bad because you can tell she genuinely is in love with this dude and they're done. Well, I mean, they they're did done. spend four days together yeah. as they were filming the show The Bachelor. <laughs> That's the thing about The Bachelor. Yeah. Statistically speaking, none of them make it anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, period. There, there's, there's a handful of them that have actually made it. Yeah, so it's, it's like it, three the, or four. Yeah. Handful. Yeah. Out of the... The 20-some Thousands seasons. and the 20 seasons and all the opportunities. I mean, it's, it, it you know, it, it's kind of one of the reasons I'm glad I didn't do that show. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. I actually had the opportunity. Oh, did someone sign you up? Did you sign yourself up? Was I, it a joke? <laughs> it actually ties in with the text question of the day, and we are going to turn off the spoiler alert, and uh, we are going to do the text question of the day here in just a little bit. And I will tell you, that was one of my fear of missing out moments, my oh. FOMO moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, can't wait to hear this one, Fish, as The Bachelor. The, yeah. Can't you see it? Why Why is no one saying yeah, yes? No. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> nope. no, it's, it's Mix 95.7. Today's text question of the day is all because Dan and I of Connie and Fish, Connie's husband Dan, went to the casino last week, and I just kept playing slots when I was up, and ended up being, I still laughed up, but I was really up. It was like a great day for fishy. It was like, you should have. Where am I going to hide the money? Out the first time fish. And I was like, where am I going to hide this so Alicia doesn't find it? Like that was a great day, and then yeah, and then it became an alright day. <laughs> I mean, if you leave up, you leave up. But yeah. it really is. What is something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did it because of FOMO, fear of missing out? I love this question. I've, these answers are interesting, but right out of the gate. Somebody said, "Run, running a 50-mile race. Yeah, right. You couldn't pay me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ride a bike a 50-mile race unless maybe it was for a charity. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I let alone run. I'd take an Uber half through, through half the way. Be like, all right, drop me, drop me off a Wait, few miles ahead. <laughs> you'd take the Uber through half the way? You'd do a halfway Uber? Uh, oh, you know, whenever. So you'd run 25 miles? I didn't say I'd be running. Okay, because I'm, I'm saying, like, if you want to set that up, It'd I could. It'd be a very slow marathon. Because <laughs> yeah. if you want to walk 25 miles or run and walk 25 miles, I'll stop by and visit you halfway. Because uh-huh. I ain't doing In it. In the Uber? Yeah, in that very Uber. <laughs> With my booze. Uh.
Uh, what's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO, fear of missing out? Uh, maybe just maybe tattoos meet in a membership for a few years. Piercing ears, highlights in the 90s, tanning boots in Lincoln Park, LOL. <laughs> Lincoln Park. Christine's got a great tattoo on her arm that says Faith, which reminds me of the girl I had a crush on when I worked at Disney World. Mm-hmm. She was from Jersey and had a booty. All right. Hey, Fish, how you doing? You want to maybe go get a drink or something? I'll do anything you want, Faith. Faith with the booty. <laughs> this is my boyfriend, Rocco. Oh, I know, right? How disappointing. Uh, text question of the day. You can message in via the app. Somebody said, how long do you have to this question? What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO? Weed at 14 because they wanted to be with the cool crowd. Somebody else said, I went on a ride with my sister for her first birthday with us after her adoption in Disney World. This was one that spins like the Gravitron. Oh, heck no. Ooh. I have severe motion sickness. She really wanted to go on it, so I went out. And that night at dinner, I was so sick. Even our server asked me if I wanted some bread instead of regular food. Oh, I'm sick hearing that fish. <laughs> you remember the Gravitron? Yes, I did it once, and I'm oh, no, awesome. I can't do carnival rides and anymore. And it's like, and your face yeah. is stretching like, like, Christine, are you, what do you think? It's great. I literally can't do any carnival rides anymore because they all make me dizzy. You want to go on a carnival ride together? Nope. Okay. Sometimes I feel I will like eat an elephant ear, though. I, I'll, I'll eat one with you, but I'm not right. sharing one and meeting you in the middle, Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> Text question of the day. Let's get right to the top five-ish based on time constraints. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of fear of missing out? High school reunion. I knew I should not go to them, especially the one uh, that the guy was going to be at. And that I never got to kiss in high school. I went anyway. I've not missed any of them because of FOMO. And this one with this guy was a lot of fun. And there may have been another guy who was a lot of fun as well. Dang it. I really shouldn't have gone. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I feel like that sister with a brain is murdered, which is French for Mary. Somebody said I'd been dating my high school crush for a couple of years when I went to college. But once I got there, I'd met several different guys who were interested in Mamacita. I don't want to miss out on the college dating experience. So I dumped my boyfriend and I proceeded to have several years of dating bushes. I wish I would have just stayed with my boyfriend at the time. Ah, that sucks. FOMO. I do, but sometimes it works out. It does. Right? I found some bad girls that I had fun hanging out with and being friends with in college and ended a high school thing. Then I got back together with a high school girlfriend. Then I ended it again. And then I became a bad boy when I got back together with a third time and ended it again. Then I reached out to her years later just to say hi, and she mm -hmm. wouldn't even take my call. <laughs> I wonder why. I know. It really kind of hurt my feelings. I thought it was a nice guy. Uh, Text question of the day, top five-ish. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO? Number four. I binged the first seven seasons of Game of Thrones in less than two weeks. Dang, that's a lot. So I would be caught up by season eight, episode two. I had hardcore fear of missing out, and I was let down hard. Thanks, Steve, and the world of Game of Thrones fans for your social pressures that gave me FOMO. <laughs> I mean, it was good until the last until season. Until the last season. So. I thought you said that was your favorite season. That's what I remember. It's my favorite season to hate. That was like the most debating Steve has ever done with me. It was about Game of Thrones last season. I was like, well, they're trying. Give them a chance. No. He was like, no. I mean, I think it. literally every GOT fan hated that final season. That's Game of Thrones, in <laughs> case you didn't know. Number three. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO? Straight up, guys. Worst decision I ever made because of FOMO, fear of missing out, was going to Vegas for a friend's 21st while I had mono. You're kind Ooh. of a boosh just for going for having, while you have mono. Good Lord, are you contagious? The doctor told me not to go, but I had already bought my ticket and I couldn't miss out. 
I got there okay, and I kept it relatively low-key. Oh, cool, good for you. For a 21-year-old MSU student, there it is. But on the flight home, I thought I was gonna die. The pressure of the flight coupled with the mono was excruciating. I sobbed the whole way home. Aw, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear. I thought the change in pressure had made me deaf. Oh, good Lord. It was the most miserable experience, and I should have listened to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. Sounds like probably. It. Mm-hmm. Number two. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO? Hanging out with my daughter's donor. And I'm going to say it like this. Hanging out with my daughter's donor. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. The one that ha- helped half create the... Uh, mm-hmm. That's what your wife calls you, Steve. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Half, so yeah. The half donor. She calls yeah. me bio dad. Bio dad. <laughs> yeah. You only live once, then you get knocked up and he stays away. Aww. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. Number one. What's something you knew you shouldn't do, but you did because of FOMO? Without a shadow of a doubt, this was my favorite one for the text question of the day today. I, I don't understand it. But I do, but I don't. It's not like you're in Vegas. They married their snowboarding instructor while on vacation. Oops. Fear of missing out? Hmm, was yeah. everyone else marrying Marrying him? their instructors? Maybe everybody else was married, <laughs> or she didn't want to miss out on the guy, and the guy was like, gave her an ultimatum. All she said was, I married my snowboarding instructor on vacation, and then she wrote, oops. Hmm, I would love some backstory. I need the meat yeah. Yeah, for that for sandwich. Sure. It could. It has a Hallmark movie yeah. in the in the making to it. Would you? You're 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 double threes right now. You're thirty three. Yeah. Would you marry somebody on a whim like that? No. Like, could you see yourself ever doing that? Never. I think she'll end up doing it now. I think she's jinxing herself. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Never. I would yeah. never. Just someone I met like right there on well, a whim. Well, a snowboarding instructor on vacation. I mean, that seems like it was you know. No. Like, let's say you marriage. Go on, no, it's too much commitment. Let's say you go to Nashville on vacation, right? Okay. And you're down there, and you meet this country singer, and he's just like, you know, my heart belongs with Christine. Serenades me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, oh, hi, girl. You won't get married. And then you get like, married, and he's like, Nah, boy, but you can take me on a date. No, and then he's like, you get married, and all of a sudden he's like, toot toot, let's go to my trailer. Because, you know, he's trying to break into the industry. He's broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got a double wide, though. Boom. Yeah, double wide. Guys, it wouldn't even get that far. I, I would never marry someone on a whim. Uh, no, but you'd go I to his trailer. I already have commitment <laughs> issues. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yes, you are. Christine got excited in the studio when I pulled this up on the big monitor for her to see. Wait for Wait it. Wait for it. Here what we go. What would you do if I sang this is the. Would you stand up theme song to a show called The Wonder Years. Steve, do you remember The Wonder Years? Yeah, I used to watch it. Christine, go ahead. Yes, love the show. She's like, I don't even care what we're talking about. Yeah. I'm so excited about The Wonder Years. Exactly. It's the show with a young Fred Savage Yes. called The Wonder Years. Jason Hervey would eventually one day actually go into behind the scenes as he got older, um, wrestling management, like behind the scenes wrestling stuff. And, and for the WCW. And Danica, Danica McKellar, of course. What She's is she doing? She's doing Hallmark movies now. Of course. She, oh, I saw her. She looks yeah. great. Mm-hmm. She does a bunch of them. So Fred Savage is the one I want to focus on. It was announced, uh, gosh, a, a while, a life, like last year, they were talking about make doing a remake of oh, The yeah. Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. And they were going to use a, like a black family, African-American family, whatever appropriate way I'm supposed to say it. I hope I didn't offend anybody. Uh, they were going to use this family. And... Uh, they found their lead finally, and they've now released a video oh. of their lead for the remake 
of the Wonder Years, and the and the audio is the money on this. This is gonna be Fred Savage and the writer calling twelve year old EJ Williams. We got you on this Zoom because we wanted to welcome you to the family and tell you that it's your turn to be the oh star of the Oh my god! Wonder. It's your part, man. Welcome. Thank you. I would be. In- now this is the best part, and oh. this is why I like this kid, EJ. Watch why. Watch what he says as they're telling him all this stuff yeah. on a Zoom, and obviously they're recording it to release and get attention. Welcome. Thank you. I would be enjoying this a whole lot more if you did not just lag. It lagged just like <laughs> <laughs> Man, congratulations, Elisha. Welcome aboard, man. Thank Couldn't you. be happier. Couldn't I'm be happier. I'm going to cry, man. Yeah, he actually uh, is an I'm excited. It makes me excited to see the show and where me they're going to go with it. So this kid, EJ, is going to be like the Kevin of the show. Bingo. He's going to be the Fred Savage. Yeah. And that's a big, some big shoes to fill. Now, that show, Wonder Years, wasn't huge, but it was big enough. Yeah. It was a solid show. Very so solid. So my question for you guys is right now, just right off the top of your head, Old-timey show that could be remade, what would it be? Go. I want to see Sanford and Son. That would be amazing. I love Red that Fox. show. Old-timey show? Anything like it. Well, you know, Wonder Years is an old-timey yeah, show. Yeah, I, I actually, the first thing that came to my mind was Three's Company. Oh, there you go okay. with the guy Suzanne that lives with. And John Ritter, Suzanne Summers, and then I forgot the other. Man, it was, I know it was Chrissy, Janet, and yep, uh, Jack yep, or whatever. Yep. I think that would be really funny. The Ropers live downstairs. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, that I would like to see Happy Days. Remember Happy Days? That's an yep. old one my yes. mom used to watch. <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Happy Days uh-huh. with Fonzie and like that type of thing. I don't even know how they hey. pull it off. Hey, what? A- <laughs> yeah, it's. Hey. It's not. Oh my God. You punch the jukebox. Hey. It's not like, hey, how you hey. doing? I'm Fonzie. <laughs> hey. If you are like Christine, you are having a hard time. Adjusting to daylight savings times. Yeah. So when Christine posted on Mix957GR.com some tips mm-hmm. on how to help adjust to that, I got excited, Christine, because I'm like, she's going to adjust. I'm assuming you're just working on adjusting on those right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you're right. I'm not the only one because 60% of Americans say they need at least a day to recover from the time change, 30% say they need two to three days before they can feel up to the adjustment. All right. So some of these tips to help you out, exercise, which promotes better sleep in general. Yeah. You, don't ha- you don't have to do something vigorous. I mean, you could literally go for a walk in the neighborhood, yeah. and that's your exercise. Nice. Uh, skip the afternoon coffee or caffeine in general because, fun fact, it takes 12 hours before caffeine leaves your body. So your body could adjust if you skip it because you go home and you're so sleepy. Yeah, yeah. So in the morning, it's whatever, but try and skip, like, your afternoon pop or coffee or whatever it is. Uh, don't eat a large meal or drink alcohol before bed. Ew. I know. I know Fish <laughs> is going to have a problem with that because he loves his rum, his I do rum love and my coats. rum, and I do love my large <laughs> meal. Okay, give me one more, Christine. Just give me one more of those tips. Uh, Here's a big one that I think applies for every day not just time change and we all struggle with this yeah don't use your phone before bed several several studies have shown that that blue light oh so from not, your phone i mean looking at it not just yeah calling. it's okay. like before your bed well like you know you're scrolling through social media or whatever that blue light not only like keeps from your eyes shutting down but also your brain your brain is just constantly working as that blue lights in your face yeah so just stay away from that one there is one more tip it's a great tip too on mix 957 gr.com if you need help adjusting 
with the whole time change thing, check it out right now. Mix957GR.com. I was just looking online and I saw this video. It totally reminds me of what it's probably like in Steve's house with his six-month-old and his three-year-old and oh boy, his uh, wife and him as well. I just said it just seems like a very Steve thing to do, Christine. Okay. Which is positive affirmations. And I thought, you know what? Like, if we were at work right now, or if you're doing the work thing, like you're listening to Mix, which we appreciate, how about you try this? So here is a little tip of something you might be able to do at work that Steve probably does at his home. This is a mother and daughter every day. They wake up and they practice their positive affirmation. I'm strong. I'm strong. I am loved. I'm loved with my mommy. Aww. I am kind. I'm kind. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm successful. I'm successful. <laughs> I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. And I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have a good day. Okay. So I love it. You like that? Yeah. I'm all about positive affirmations and putting your intentions out into the universe. So that's what they're doing. Okay. like I, That's why I told you earlier. I was like, you're, I like your face. It looks nice. I love it when people give you positive affirmations about something you have no control over. Like, uh, your glasses are beautiful. Well, thank you. That's nice. Yeah. But no, your glasses make your face look round. Thank you, I think. Isn't that nice? That's solid. Steve, I love the way your hat covers your messy hair. Thank you. That's just like a backhanded looks compliment. looks unwashed. No, I think that's a positive <laughs> affirmation. Steve, I like that you're in a different booth so we don't have to smell your stinky fart. Oh, that's a good okay. one, too. Right? That's I another mean, good one. Positive affirmation. It's positive because we don't have to smell your positive farts. For you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve, your eyes look way less tired than they did three weeks ago, really? but still very tired. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> positive <laughs> affirmations with Connie and Fish. I love it. Hey, if you log on to Mix957GR.com, you'll see. A lot going on with the Big Ten tournament right now. It starts on Thursday. We were talking about a little NCAA bit. NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament. Sorry, not Big Ten tournament. NCAA tournament going on, and we talked about it a little bit earlier and what's going on with all the teams that are in there and how Duke is not in there and Kentucky is not in there. Mm-hmm. Big deal on that one. But our resident basketball expert who likes to gamble heavily on basketball tournaments, just kidding. Do I? What? Uh, <laughs> is Steve, though. And you were very excited for Thursday when it's on, right? Yes, I am, especially because Michigan State plays on Thursday. But oh. late. Yeah, yeah this, late. he's already warned us. He's like, eh, I'm going to be sleepy. I'm like, well, figure it out. Yeah, I'll get like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, or Thursday. What is that, putting like whiskey on their lips or something to get kids to go to bed early or something yeah, like that? Yeah, on their gums. Yeah. So you're, okay, so what are you most excited about? I know there's a great article about what's going on. Like there's going to, it's going to be unique already, right? Yeah, well, the Big Ten uh, set a record this year. They're, so they're sending nine teams, which is the most of any conference, yeah, uh, to the that? big dance. And they, for the first time ever, a single conference has two number one seeds and two number two seeds, and that is the Big Ten with Michigan and Illinois. Michigan won the uh, Big Ten regular season. Illinois won the Big Ten tournament, both seeded number one. And then Ohio State and Iowa are both seeded number two, who had really good seasons. He triple dubs, ew. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so hey, who are you really pulling for to win this whole thing, Steve? Because well, it's, I mean, you want Michigan State, but it's yeah, not going to happen. It's, it's not, it's not yeah. going to happen. There's Most likely. Aww. No way. Maybe, uh, maybe they win tomorrow night. Or is it tomorrow it night or tonight? Night. Yeah. Thursday I mean, night. I, I, I honestly do think they will win on 
Thursday night. Yeah, but, but that doesn't mean they win the whole tournament. Christian. Oh, I know. I understand no, that. Yeah, but I they don't could think advance. they'll go very <laughs> far. Well, th- that's just the, the, that's the first four in. So that then that's just to play to get into the big mm-hmm. bracket. Mm-hmm. So it's not even the first round. So do you think Michigan will win? And you know is them? that yeah? No. And is that hard on you if they do? Or are you happy because it's your state? We are in Michigan. I mean, I'd rather them not win. I prefer Wisconsin. Out of the Big Ten, it goes Michigan State's my favorite, then Wisconsin, then Illinois. Okay. So you're pulling for uh, Michigan State, Wisconsin, then Illinois. Yeah. Probably, I I think Illinois out of the Big Ten, um, Illinois and Michigan have the best chance at winning. I think Central Michigan University, where I met Connie and where we went to school, is going to win. (laughs) I don't think they're I think it doesn't matter. They're still going to win just because (laughs) emotionally they'll be there for everybody. I don't even know if they made the NIT this year. You know what? I've got your NIT (laughs) over here, buddy. Log on to Mix957GR.com to read all about that article about everything going on this Thursday. Again, is when it all starts out. Bracketology going on. Right now, you ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down, get out of your car, and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show, all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 